This episode of Voices in My Head is brought to you by Podbean. With Podbean, you can create professional podcasts in minutes without any programming knowledge. Best of all, everything is mobile-ready right from the start. Visit podbean.com voices to find out more. That's podbean.com voices. Welcome to Voices in My Head, the official podcast of me, Rick Lee James. I'm a recording artist, a singer, a songwriter, an author, a worship leader, and an ordained minister in the Church of the Nazarene. The Voices in My Head podcast is where I discuss music, movies, books, pop culture, theology, and more with friends, colleagues, and sometimes just by myself. Now make sure to let me know what you think of today's episode by leaving me a review on iTunes or by tweeting at me at Rick Lee James on Twitter. And please join my mailing list at rickleejames.com where you can receive an email every time a new episode is released. And by the way, in case you're interested in a daily dose of kindness and encouragement beyond this podcast, I also run the Twitter account at Mr. Rogers Say, where I post daily quotes from Fred Rogers, one of the voices in my head. Well, I guess that's it for the intro, so sit back, relax, and listen to the latest episode of Voices in My Head.
Welcome back to Voices in My Head. As always, I'm your host, Rick Lee James, and I'm very glad that you could take a few minutes to be with us today here on this podcast. Today, I'm joined by Kevin King. Kevin is on staff at Grace Presbyterian Church in Peoria, Illinois, as the director of worship. He finds joy turning the hearts of the congregation to the Word of God through powerful melodies and solid text. His desire is that the gospel be uplifted and made known, and he enjoys maturing the gifts of artists to offer them for God's glory and incorporating that in worship, allowing unique individuals to aid in leading worship. On March 20th, Grace Worship, the music team at Grace Presbyterian Church, released a recording called Calvary's Anthem, which is available on digital and streaming outlets globally. It's the second single from the worship team's debut EP, Christ Be All, which is now available for pre-order from Grace Worship and the Fuel Music. Kevin is here to talk today about that new EP and about ministry in general and these interesting times that we are finding ourselves in. Kevin King, welcome to Voices in My Head. Well, thanks so much, Rick. You gave me a great introduction, and so hopefully now I can live up to that introduction. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you'll have no problem. I've really been enjoying listening to the music, and that it's been great because uh, I I got sent an advanced copy of it before it released, and it really has been wonderful just hearing some of the arrangements of these songs, and and it's really just well done. I don't know what else to say other than you and your team have done a great job. Well, thank you. It really was um, kind of a passion project that came. It wasn't like we unveiled this master plan. It was just that we had, you know, started writing songs. Um, our, our senior pastor Brian Chapel, who's written a number of books and speaks at different conferences all over, is already a wonderful sure. lyricist. 
And so he and I just kind of started writing together and it's like, man, the, the church is grabbing onto these songs and we really have a heart to help um, churches kind of, especially uh, who are trying to unite the generations. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to provide content for that. And, you know, our church is 150 years old, wow. and, which is just a blessing. So in our church and our congregation, we have, you know, great grandparents down to newborns. Um, and what is just special about our culture is that they really interact and they, uh, you know, they, they we're all together. And so we just realized that there's so much the church can unite over, but worship can be such a divisive tool. Mm. Um, and so we really just have a heart to create content, um, that unites the church to treasure Jesus. Mm. And, um, and so this song, the, the, this EP, really the songs, um, that's our heart. That's our hope is that, uh, the church would be able to unite to treasure Jesus together. Yeah. Well, that's a wonderful goal. And you've, as I said before, you've done a, a very good job with it. It, uh, it has a different feel than a lot of worship albums that are out today. I, I, and this is no slam on any particular, uh, way that a lot of churches are doing albums, but they do all kind of feel, not all, but a lot of them feel kind of cookie cutter in, in the sense, in the way that they sound. And, and these have a very hymnic quality to them, for lack of a better word. And, and the songs are really, um, songs that I think you can sing with a lot of confidence. And there's a lot of power mm. to them, and they're very Christ-centered, and I just appreciate it so much. Um, you know, we and we've we've played one of the songs. Listeners have already heard um, Calvary's anthem whenever the the podcast started today. Um, but I wonder if you could just share a little bit about that song and and where it came from in particular. Sure. Yeah, that song is actually a great example of uh, what an avenue that we try to you know create through is this idea of being rooted and reaching. So we want to be rooted in um, in our faith, right? Connect to, uh, those who've gone before us, who've written wonderful text and melodies and, um, and have, you know, moved the hearts of believers for generations. And we want to be reaching in that God still inspires poets and artists and creatives today. And so that I love that song because, um, it, it's, it's a wonderful hodgepodge. You have um, an Appalachian melody, so traditional Appalachian melody, um, then paired with um, Brian kind of reversed um, the, the text of the, of the verses mm-hmm. are from a Valley of Vision prayer, Calvary's Anthem. Um, so he kind of reworded those. Uh, so you kind of have some new-ish hymnody. And then I took uh, the chorus from Nothing But the Blood, um, gave same text, new melody, then wrote a new bridge, um, paired that with uh, band-driven, you know, accompaniment as well as orchestral accompaniment, which is really atypical for a modern worship song. Um, but mm-hmm. we just thought, man, this is a wonderful way to show that it's all valuable. Yeah. Uh, that we have some new melody, new text. We're basing off of some old hymnody and old text with some what would seem like. Uh, you know, passed over or, you know, outdated um, arrangement or instruments that are now able to be welcomed and done in a fresh way. And uh, so I, I hope it's just a wonderful nod. I think it's, you know, musicians can get scared that they just have to fit in a trend, but to have 
um, a song begin with a string quartet and piano and end the same way and then have yeah. some triumphant brass moments and timpani hits and then also electric guitars and, and drums yeah. that are pretty heavy. I just not too many people do that. Yeah. And so I just it kind of was our again, our passion to be bold in our in creativity. Well, and honestly, the brass parts really stood out to me on on this song, and I it's interesting because that's a, a you know you don't you you wouldn't hear a brass section uh, on a lot of contemporary stuff, but I think especially in the context of churches, it's it's really a great way to sort of broaden the what a lot of praise teams are doing at times mm-hmm. we kind of get caught up in this mode of kind of little almost a garage band setting mm-hmm. <laughs> and we forget the depth that can be added there and i was thinking when i was listening to it as well like you know what mumford and sons did this on like their <laughs> their debut album with the idea of like we're gonna take like a modern band sound and we're putting uh, like horns to it and things like yeah. that and it really mm-hmm. worked and and it's yeah. something that that really i think challenged churches in a lot of ways to go hey if if they're doing that why can't we be doing you know <laughs> finding mm-hmm. ways to connect really not just different generations but different kinds of music together which does connect generations and so i really appreciate that on this album it, it definitely does and it allows for more musicians to be involved i mean maybe yeah. not every church has an orchestra mm-hmm. but you might have a trumpet player yeah. and so to be able to include them where it fits the song or you yeah. might have a string player or something i mean it just it allows for um, a greater reach of inclusion of your musicians and it it doesn't just speak to the the congregation that you know only um only uh, electric guitar and drums are, are what matter you know and sure. and typically you'll have your your violinist or your trumpeter and they would have maybe come from a more classical background and you get to mix those personalities right and yeah. so it's just another way that we can go like the lord is good and it's not yeah. our preferences well and and when you think about it one reason that probably we don't always have these instruments together is we don't always know how to speak to each other musically mm-hmm. And there's so much to be said with that, um, even not just musically, but I think that's one of the the struggles that churches have, like reaching on a cultural level, too, Mm -hmm. with other people. Sometimes the reason that Sunday mornings are the most segregated places in the country is because we have forgotten how to speak to each other in some ways. And so So like like music can be sort of this illustration of the challenge in other parts of our our lives, too, of Mm -hmm. learning how to talk to each other well. And, and how to speak and listen. And so I, I think it's a beautiful thing that, that we can have conversations like these. I, I do want to ask some like specific pandemic ministry questions here sure. in just a second. Yeah. But but just before I do, I did want to ask another another musical thing too, because we have a lot of musicians as well as ministers that listen to this. Um, the musicianship is such good quality on this album. Um, are, are, is is this your church? Are are these your musicians and and singers that you play with on you know every month when you do it at your church, or did you bring in some outside help as well? I'm I'm curious about where you recorded it as well too. Yeah, um, Grace is a I mean again it's a historic church and so it's had time to build uh, you know a. A tradition and, and a legacy before I even came. I mean, mm-hmm. I've been here for five years. Before I came, it was definitely a, the reputation of a, um, you know, a, a, a high music yeah. church. You know, I they do. really, the music was a, a high quality um, and, and value to them. And so I remember when I came here, 
uh, when I um, moved here, I was 29, and I just go, oh, my gosh, there's so many toys to play with here. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, all the vocalists are ours. The the band players are ours. Wow. Um, we even produced it in-house. I, I'm, we're just uh, blessed to have um, our electric guitarist. He owns his own production company. Hmm. So we recorded it in his studio. Um, he's the one who produced the album and really came up with a lot of um, – just the fun sounds that you hear as well. Yeah, yeah. terrific. Um, and so even the arrangements, so I orchestrated Calvary's Anthem, but then some of our other orchestrations um, were done by another staff member, uh, Sean Dagenhart, who just is a phenomenal arranger. And so, um, yeah, we were very thankful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, what a... Positions that we do. Yeah, <laughs> what a blessing. Yeah. Not every every church does. Um, and so we wanted to still make it where the songs could be done you know, you could do these songs without an orchestra or you could do them without you could just do them acoustically. And that was really um, a hope for us, which is why we did Christ Be All, a studio version and a live version to show like you don't need, you know, pump to make this acceptable, yeah. stripped down and, and still work. Well, and that's, that's the thing about it. I think these songs are very versatile to a lot of different settings. Uh, but I also wonder, are they also going to be available like through places like maybe a, a loop community or something where if a church does have a few of the instruments but doesn't have them all, where like churches could play along with the tracks you provided? Oh, yeah. Um, this Friday, actually, um, w they'll be releasing it on multi-tracks. So you'll be able to get our STEM tracks. Um, and I don't know when this podcast is going to play. So this Friday is okay. April, <laughs> April 24th. Right, um, right. So and okay. that's, that's the weekend that the album releases. April so, 24th. Uh, yeah, so you'll be able to get all the content, the, the STEM tracks there. Um, awesome. We'll be on CCLI, we'll be on Praise Charts. Uh, and so you can get all of our stuff there. Uh, and right now you can get all of our content and on our website at graceworship.com the stem tracks aren't there they'll be on multi-tracks but you can get all of the orchestrations and chord charts lead sheets and choir um scores and everything terrific uh, we, we really wanted to be um just be able to resource the church terrific well. Well, that's that's great, and actually, this podcast will come out just a couple days after that. Actually, so we're we're cool. uh, it, it we are we are speaking to the future right now. So we're <laughs> so that's terrific. Well, good because I know I do that sometimes at my congregation, and and you know what? Honestly, in this time of of pandemic, this will be a, a great transition. Uh, I just don't have the pull of musicians, you know, at, that that we would because we can't all be together in a way. But right. things things like you know those tracks from loop tracks and stuff and the stems uh, can actually make a way sometimes for you to have a bigger sound without having everybody you need to have there so I appreciate that uh, knowing that's out there mm -hmm. well let's 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 ask or, or have a conversation about some of the challenges that that we're facing right now yeah. I think all of us who are in ministry in some way or another uh, we're, we're learning new ways of being together when we can't be together and, mm -hmm. and that's a I, that must be especially difficult for someone like you who i know that a lot of what you do must be training up musicians and, mm -hmm. and working closely with people who are making music and singing and things like that um what are some of the challenges that you personally have been facing in this time of continuing to do your ministry yeah, I mean, I guess I'll tell you, I'll give you a brief insight into what is our norm and then so how, how that's different. Um, one of our values um, in our worship ministry is development. And so we will have um, like quarterly 
worship collectives where the entire worship ministry will be invited and we'll, we'll dine together. We'll do a catered dinner together. Um, I'll do a message on one of our values and then we'll worship together. Hmm. And that's a way because, you know, our ministry is, is larger. We have choir, we have orchestra, we have band, we have singers and we have other, you know, directors and leaders. And so, I just I needed an, uh, a space where we could all be together and not be like, oh, well, I'm on the band or oh, I'm on, you know, yeah. and that we're all um, just even having a meal together is so special. Yeah. And then to be learning and growing within the same, you know, learning under the same vision was really helpful. We also um, I regularly mentor uh, different rising worship leaders. And um, even last year, so I'll do that one on one with with, with some of the guys that we have. And then last year I did a group with all of our women on the worship team. We have some different um, conductors and also just vocalists, instrumentalists. And that was awesome to do this mm-hmm. kind of medium sized development group. Um, and we go through curriculum together. We, they share stories. Um, it, it just, it's a beautiful thing to watch even within that the generations come together. Um, and really just before one another. And so development is a huge um, value for us. Sure. That it, it's continuing. It's ongoing. We're always staying students. We're always wanting to grow. Uh, and I, as their you know, leader, am looking for ways, how do I shepherd my flock? How do I love them? And so without being able to be physically together, you know, a lot of those things have been stripped away. Yeah. Um, and it's a lot harder, right? And I think in the beginning you go, okay, well, I don't know how long this is going to last anyway, so I don't need to make all these big grand plans. Mm-hmm. But um, but thinking through, at least in our state, um, you know, it looks like we're not going to be back together for a while. Yeah, same and here. So for, at least for our planning right now, we're anticipating we won't be meeting um, in large church uh, through the summer. Now, who knows if that means smaller gatherings can happen and we can start doing like home churches with, you know, the live stream. Who knows? Obviously, we're taking day by day. Um, but some things that we've done or that, you know, we've done in our ministry just in the past couple of weeks to keep connected is um, one. We've done a couple of passion projects uh, in light of this release. That's been really fun. We've produced two uh, music videos that are uh, that highlight the songs that we're releasing this weekend. Terrific. Um, one is we did a Christ Be All Home Edition um, that we just got some of our, our team together and we all played our parts, you know, separately and, and put it together. Um, the second one that is will be soon to be released and by the time this podcast airs will be released um, is our, is Psalm of Thanksgiving. We did a music video of that in a really, really fun way. Um, and so that's been a fun thing to, again, bring the church together. Mm-hmm. Um our, our choir and within our choir, we have section leaders and those section leaders have been doing weekly um, like Zoom calls and prayer times with their sections. Um, I We've also been having like some of our worship leaders record devotions and send those out. Um, and so we're trying to at least keep connected, but obviously yeah. it's not to the same extent. Yeah. Uh, so you just kind of you become creative and you, you think of different sure. things. Um, sure. I don't have all the right answers, but but we're learning as we go and wanting to be creative as we go and and just again think like how in this time how do we point people to treasure Jesus? Because right yeah. now for this past month, um, it's just been just me on Sundays, just me and yeah. piano singing, um, yeah. and and that could change soon. But we just kind of erred on the side of caution and exactly just going to be a one man band this this month. 
Sure. Well, and I, I don't think any of us in churches, especially, I don't, I don't think we need to be pioneers in rushing out to, you know, <laughs> fill rooms again, mm-hmm. uh, just because we, we do want to care for our people among us and, mm-hmm. and do the best that we can to, to serve them. And it's so hard right now being like at a distance and saying, but that's because we love you <laughs> and, yep. we, and we don't want you to get sick and get this terrible virus that's going around. Um, and you know what? Our, our church has been doing a similar thing. I've been leading um, not only by myself, but almost. I've, I've had maybe one other person uh, and we and we do an online service mm-hmm. on Sunday. Yeah. And then we also just added a couple weeks ago, uh, we, we bought an AM uh, transmitter. So we now oh, nice. have in our parking lot on Sunday morning. Uh, oh, that's we, really we, neat. Yeah. Awesome. So, so we, our theme is, is come as you are, but stay in your car, you know, <laughs> type thing. so we yeah, can still kind of get together. Yeah. And, and it was fun this like Palm Sunday, obviously we couldn't like have kids come in waving palm branches. Mm-hmm. So every, everybody started honking their har- car horns when we're singing Hosanna. It was kind of and flashing, oh, fla- awesome. flashing their lights and things like that. So, so it's it's just idea. it's just a time of you know all of us are trying to experiment and be creative and yeah. and connect and and so I know these are these are challenging days for everybody to figure out how to do that mm-hmm. but I also wonder there there must also be um, some signs of hope too that we're finding in this time and I and I know that there are certain things that maybe we're learning to do better and maybe are having some time to plan out some things we just didn't have time to plan out before <laughs> too mm-hmm. um i'm wondering if if you're finding any kind of hopeful moments that you're seeing for the future that that maybe you're finding hey this was this was actually a good thing to come out of this yeah you know i i'm actually really excited to hear the stories that come out of this time mm-hmm. i mean the lord is so good to us um and we i mean we drink from his blessed fount every day, you know, Mm. whatever comes from his hand. Um, But on days when the sun shines and we're with our family and everything's great, it can be hard to be reminded of thankfulness. Mm -hmm. Um, But in months of isolation or loneliness or sickness, um, I mean, that's where the Lord really can shape a heart and, um, you know, one of the one of the songs on the album quotes Psalm seventy three, uh, where it says, "Whom whom have I in heaven but you?" Yeah. Right. And and nothing does my heart desire but you. Um, you're my portion forever. And so, or, or my yeah, my flesh may fail. I'm I'm thinking of the lyrics now that I've all yeah. Them. I'm yeah exactly. Um, uh, but it, it's that I'm weak, but you are strong. You are my portion. And, and that song, that line comes through a psalm where much of the psalm was him complaining. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the Lord does such a good work in our hearts when there is lament yeah. um, or when there is hardship. And so, um, yeah, I actually think this is a very hopeful time sure. um, because our God cannot be conquered. Um, and even just in every day, I mean, uh, all the earth is at his feet. And um, so he, we have a good king um, who who loves us, who's faithful to us. And so we can be sad. I think that's what's wonderful about the Christian faith mm-hmm. is we can be sad and we can grieve. I mean, there are families who lose loved ones because of COVID. And it's a dark time. Yeah. And that, that's sad, right? And there's loss there. But we don't grieve without hope. Yeah. And, and so that is what's so wonderful. And so I actually... Um, 
in a in an odd way only because Jesus is so good do I look forward to the ways he will be shaping hearts and writing stories through this yeah yeah and you know that's that brings up another interesting point um like the idea that we are having families now at least in our area that are affected by this and mm-hmm. the COVID-19 matter of fact there's a, a lady in our church who her her grandson he's not from our city but this is the church connection mm-hmm. um, he's he's in ICU on a ventilator right now mm-hmm. with with this and he's i think probably late 30s early 40s wow and and from what we're hearing you know and this is not to be doom and gloom and but they're saying once a person gets to that point on a ventilator usually they don't come out of it yeah um, and then we're finding that even after um, I just read a report yesterday saying, you know, people's um, organs aren't necessarily ever going to recover. Like there's just different wow. different aspects that are coming mm-hmm. out of it. And so one thing that, that I was talking, I have a chat with several pastor friends that we keep in contact. And one thing I brought out was, you know, it's, it's, it's such a interesting time right now because we we may actually have to say to our people because they're projecting something like 80% of our population will have this before it's all mm. said and done wow the, the idea that we would say right now we are the people of god and we not only have the responsibility to talk and to sing into people's lives about what it means to live as christ but also we also have the responsibility to say what does it mean to die as christ you know mm-hmm. and and what does it mean for us to 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 talk about walking through the shadow of the valley of the shadow of death in a, in a most literal way, you know, and yeah, for the Lord to shepherd us in that time. And I just think it's, it's maybe much more present to us than what we have thought about before in the past. We've, mm-hmm. um, so it's, it's something that I've been thinking about more. And, and I, I think songs like what your church is presenting right now, um, you know, may Christ be all and I be nothing. Um, mm-hmm. th- these are, these are good words for us to like latch onto and make the prayers of our hearts for certain. And, um, and, and, and you're right. I didn't mean to actually go like to a dark place when I was talking no, about that, <laughs> but, but, I, but I do see like, that's some of the hope that comes out of it too. We're reminded like this, there's so many passages in scripture where people are crying out and, mm-hmm. and honestly, maybe we've just been sheltered from that in a long way. And yeah. the the hope of it for me in some ways is that the Lord seems to have said to the entire world right now, be still. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yep. it's, it's, we're kind of in this place, like, are we going to stop and actually listen? Because mm-hmm. if we're not careful, we could spend this whole pandemic on our phone, you know, yep. Yep. <laughs> like not listening, playing games, watching mm-hmm. videos and, yep. and not, not actually taking advantage of this moment that God has given to us. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, I think it'll be a different world whenever uh, you can't even say we get back to normal. We're not going to get back to normal. Whenever there's yeah. the new, the next phase. Yeah. Um, because thing, I, I think things like the family meal have become, a, you know, a much stronger moment. Yes. Than, yeah. Um, in such weird, such a weird way, when so much is stripped from you, you kind of go, oh, yeah, your head comes up from the clouds and goes, well, what was I spending my time on? And um. So yeah, I I just know there's it's, there's been really sweet moments for us um, being at home, and you know we just uh, had our first child uh, in January, so he was born right when this all happened, and, yeah. um, and it's been an odd blessing to be home 
for his early months. Yeah, now, amazing. Sometimes I wish we could go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, but it's actually been very sweet to to be here. Yeah. And so uh, yeah, I think the, the value of family knittedness will will hopefully we come out of this and go wow, like the Lord had a good design for this, yeah. and we've forsaken it in a lot of ways. Yeah. Well, you're right about that. And and by the way, congratulations because that's okay. that's that's a wonderful time. It's uh, yeah. it, it, everything's new at that stage. My son uh, is seven now, and but I I can still remember. <laughs> it just seems <laughs> like it seems like seven days ago he was that old. You know, I mean, it's yeah. just it's not been that long. Uh, and and we were talking briefly before about you know it'd be interesting that that your child is is not going to know that this is a new normal whatever it looks like after this yeah. and um there's a sense in which a lot of us will remember uh you know the world before 911 and the world after 911 right. and and yeah. then there's there's kids now that don't remember it and so it's just like what do you mean you know <laughs> i don't remember yeah. anything before so oh my gosh there, yeah there there is some hope in this too that you know like like the world will continue and it will go mm-hmm. on and it's it's still mm-hmm. a place that that God is still in control of but yep. we we just we need to to make the most of these moments of of man how do we listen best and i love mm-hmm. that you brought that out about the family and uh, and so many you, you're right because we've we've had a lot more meals together at home yeah. we've, made, we've made food together a lot yep. more um i i think we've only maybe maybe three times have you know, done a pizza or something from carry out since we've been mm-hmm. home. So it's, it's just forces us to, uh, to actually be together. And, yeah. um, but, but, you know, in some ways that might be something we have to prepare for as ministers too. Like there is this challenge of, uh, like I heard that out of China, once people started coming out of quarantine, divorce rates just skyrocketed. Oh <laughs> like, totally. And Absolutely. so I'm thinking now, like, what about the people maybe who are in our community who's, home is not a safe place and and this mm-hmm. has really been a trying time for them too absolutely um like it, it's really a time for churches to to really be the the, the presence of christ you know in mm-hmm. those places and in those times in the best way that we can and so i i just think there's there's a, a huge mission field out there and maybe one of the hopeful aspects is we can see it more clearly now you know mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe mm-hmm. maybe more clearly than we have in in decades and yeah uh, and i hope that that'll be something that that we can find as a result of it. So, yeah. Well, so so how is a, is life as a as a new father then? You you enjoying it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it obviously it is a joy, and I'll say that there's beautiful moments that I just relish in. Uh-huh. You know, um, one of my favorite moments of the day is like when we're just kind of doing the bedtime routine, and and I'll sing to him, and he just smiles. There's something <laughs> in him that. Um, you know, he can be wailing and then I, you know, turn on, you've got a friend in me and start singing that. And he yeah. just, he's all smiles. <laughs> and I'm like, thank you, Lord for this yeah. somehow, you know, but at the same time, it is also a joyful struggle in that they don't do what you want them to do, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like they're not on your schedule. That's and right. You don't sleep that much. And, um, and so it, yeah, I just think that the Lord designs this for your holiness Mm-hmm. And um, and so that you can, again, rely on him, rely on, on his strength. I remember when he was first born, my wife and I were doing some uh, devotions together and we were reading Colossians. And now I can't even quote the verse, but 
uh, it said something to the effect that like he's the one who, who gives you energy. Like he was the one that would energize you to do this. And we're like, oh Lord, <laughs> <laughs> we need the energy, right? Just yeah. to get through each moment. Uh, but you're thankful, right? Yeah. You're thankful that you don't do it alone. And then even um, I was reading in uh, Titus where it says that his grace trains you. And so thank you, Lord, that there is grace for each moment, that even as I'm doing the dishes or yeah. as I'm changing a dirty diaper or as I'm getting up at three in the morning or as I even wrestle for me, I, I'm, um, you know, I, I really uh, to a fault can idolize work and progress and efficiency mm-hmm. and being home with a three month old and both, you know, my wife and I working full time, my efficiency is not as much, right? Yeah. So there's grace for even that moment where I go, yeah. Lord, I just release this to you. It's more important that I just sit here and hold my son and rock him to sleep then yeah. um, answer that email or get that done. And so it has very much slowed me down. And I find my um, my identity a lot of times in my work and output. And so thank you, Lord, that you train me with your grace, right? <laughs> that even this child screaming in my ear is a grace <laughs> to me because it points me to Jesus. Yeah. And, um, and it allows me to love, you know, yeah. in yeah. a hard way. <laughs> well, and you, you know what? There's a certain wonder that they have about them too, about the world that, you know, mm-hmm. it, that it forced me to stop and and look at it. again we're we're almost being called worldwide to to stop and be still by god mm-hmm. um but i can, i can remember when my son was that age and and he's just discovering things and i can remember things like why is he staring at that corner like he's just sitting in the hallway something in there has caught his imagination for some yeah. reason and i and i'll stop and look at it and i go i don't get it but yeah, <laughs> for, exactly. you know but there's a there's a sense in like you know everything is brand new and there's a real sense of wonder and so I think the best thing about being a father for me anyway is um, that I, I'm getting to see the world through his eyes, uh, through yeah. new eyes again. And uh, so this is in some ways, this is a really cool time. I'm I'm actually kind of uh, envious of you getting to be home with him in that way in, in those months because they go by so fast and mm-hmm. they and they are hard at the beginning. But, man, you look back at him and you just like, oh, man, I wish I had those days again. <laughs> they were so I know. Good. It's, so. It, yeah, it's. It really is sweet, and you already gosh, he doesn't look like a newborn anymore. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it happens fast, but but they are the they are the best thing we'll ever do. I'm convinced mm-hmm. of that. Our children. So, yeah. <laughs> well, Kevin, th- this has been great getting to to chat with you today. I I do want our listeners uh, to make sure if they go to to voicesinmyheadpodcast.com. Uh, I'm going to have links to all these different uh, projects that we've talked about today and the new EP, nice. Christ Be All. By the time this episode releases, uh, it won't just be a pre-order anymore. It'll actually be, you can order it and, yep. and get it. So <laughs> so that's terrific. And I hope lots of churches will really use this. I can't wait to share some of these in my congregation here in Ohio. I think it's going to oh, be awesome. something that our people will really love. And um, is there anything uh, that you'd like to add at the end any websites or any special place that you want to point people to specifically before we end our time together um yeah i mean i guess you you can always go to our website which is just www.graceworship.com um and there again you'll be able to find any of our musical resources but you can also find our development resources and so the collectives that i mentioned earlier um all of the messages that we've done they're on there too um, and so if you're maybe you're a worship leader and you're looking to train your team and you're just kind of wanting some ideas or something um, that you'll get to know our, our vision and our values. 
Um, we also have book recommendations on there. We just really want to be a place that um, can help equip the church to worship and to treasure Jesus together. Terrific. Well, Kevin, thank you so much. It's been a real joy, and I appreciate you being one of the voices in my head this week. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Thank you so much.
This week on Voices in My Head. I hope you'll visit me on my website at rickleejames.com where you can find out more about me, get my music on vinyl and CD, follow my blog, and even schedule me for a concert or a speaking engagement. Better yet, even a book signing in your neighborhood. You can find all that and more at rickleejames.com. Also, it would mean a great deal to me if you could write a review of this podcast on iTunes. The more positive reviews that we receive, the more visible this podcast will be online. And now, for the benediction. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. God bless you, and thank you for listening to Voices in My Head. This is Rick Lee James, and the music you are hearing is from my new album, Thunder. The title track, Thunder, is a never-before-released song by the late Rich Mullins. There are also 12 other tracks made up of original music, hymns, and readings to guide the listener on a journey. You can buy Thunder today on clear vinyl and CD, or stream it on Spotify, Apple Music, and almost every other music streaming service. Thunder, hear it today at rickleejames.com.